0: Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball.
1: I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland.
0: The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the fire, and into the end zone touchdown. Hockey.
1: The NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World
0: Center of Racing. Plus, the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773 572 3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer. Computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287 723 followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. And good Tuesday afternoon. It is Tuesday, July 18th. We're back. With uh, Sports Lounge Live, we've had a couple weeks off and a lot of sports uh, transpired in that couple of weeks. So we're going to try to get everything in today. 253 is your show number. 253 is the show number. And uh, we have a lot of free agency stuff going on, a lot of baseball going on. I suppose those will be our two main focuses but if the caller you know what if the callers call in and they want to focus on something other than that they certainly can the show revolves around the caller so if you want to call in and focus on something that we have not hit on or that we miss you certainly can but uh Chris, I be, I'll bet you've got a lot of that free agency stuff to. Oh, know, we got a lot
1: going, and, and you know, we may not get through it all this week just because there's so much. You know, because you got all sports, do stuff. Some are quieter than others, but we will. We're, that's right, we would listen to the callers because today I heard is National Listening Day. Yes. So we will we will listen to the caller today. All, all right. right. So, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Eh? A <laughs> anyway. Huh? Okay. So first of all, uh, to run the agenda down, we're going to quickly do golf and NASCAR. Uh, then we're going to do Wimbledon, a couple of in- interesting finals and stories there. Then the NBA and baseball, college sports. I didn't think it would be this high on the agenda, but some things were happening in the, those college campuses this last few weeks. And the athletes weren't the trouble. The 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 administrators, the coaches, the the uh, yep. presidents, and you know, all of those former guys. coaches and and former, former coaches. Coach, yeah. yeah, NFL. Of course, we got a little bit. That's going to start picking up now. And then the we Jets got some media
0: training camp tomorrow.
1: Media yes. stuff and the NHL, so we'll we'll see if we can get through it all. If not, some of it can wait. You know, we're going to try to get hit the uh, hit the highlights right away, and then if if other things like the media or the NHL have to wait till the next week, that's okay too, because you know they, they aren't going anywhere. Rory McIlroy won the Scottish Open, and uh, so he's the odds-on favorite and all the betting lines to win the British Open, which is at the Royal Liverpool Club. So I don't know if Paul McCartney will be there, but uh, and the Ringo, but maybe they will. Who knows? And Martin Truex Jr. won the delayed uh, New Hampshire. Uh, Speedway race in Loudon, New Hampshire. We had all kinds of rain on Sunday up this way, so he was there, and he won his third race of the year. So, Wimbledon. And two interesting stories. Cal- Carlos Alcaraz won the Wimbledon Men over Novak Djokovic. Uh, in, uh, the, it's his second Grand Slam because he won the U.S. Open last year. He's from Spain, and uh, it's, uh, it's 34 matches in a row that uh, Djokovic had won in Wimbledon, so that's, that's an amazing streak that just... Uh, 35, okay, Robert. Yeah. And hey, it was I a was, battle. Uh, yes, it was. it was. And I guess it was like three and a three and a three quarter hours or something like that. Yeah. What I heard. And uh, what, Robert?
2: Uh, four and a half.
1: Four and a half. Okay. Well, wow, that's that sounds like a, an old baseball game. Okay. So anyway, in the tiebreaker and everything, it, he was the uh, he was the youngest in the open era to win Wimbledon. He's twenty years old. First man other than uh, since his birth, since two thousand three, when he was born, the only people who had won Wimbledon were Djokovic, Ra- Roger Federer, uh, Raphael Nadal, and Andy Murray. So in his lifetime, he was the first person to win it. That's pretty amazing. Uh, you know, since two thousand two, and Uh, And Djokovic was going for his uh, fifth Wimbledon in a row and, of course, going for the calendar grand slam. And he didn't get that. And uh, the the big age difference, I think it was what, uh, Djokovic is uh, uh, 36 and uh, Alcaraz is 20. So the uh, biggest age difference in 74 in the Wimbledon final. He just turned 20.
3: He just just turned 20 20 on May 9th. So, yeah, he's barely 20. So that's yeah. yeah, because Bjorn Bork won, I don't think he won Wimbledon, but he he's the youngest to win a major at 17, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Okay. For the women, it was uh, Marketa uh, Vondrus- uh, Vondrusova won it. Uh, she was unseated, and that's the first time a unseated woman has ever won. I guess Billie Jean King went to the finals one time unseated and almost won it, but she didn't. And the first women to win from that spot won uh won six, four, six, 4 over uh, the 2022 runner-up uh, Anz Jabor and Vondra Sova uh, won at uh, 24 years old. Well, kind of an old lady. Uh, no, not really. And uh, second, in uh, she was the second in France uh, in 2019. And she's from the Czech Republic. And, of course, uh, uh, Jabor is from uh, Tunisia. So that's an international flair. So anyway, all right. So I guess we've pretty much... any Anybody with any comments on uh, Wimbledon before we move on to uh, basketball? Well, no,
3: it's
1: over. It, it, it is indeed. <laughs>
3: Finally over. It, it seems like it drags. I don't know why. I know they're all two weeks, but it seems like Wimbledon yeah. seems like it's on forever. Maybe because it's the summer and not a lot else. Yeah. And,
1: you know, maybe it just seems like it goes on forever and ever. Yeah, the U.S. Open kicks in right around when college football does. So it's a little bit different, yeah. you know, and, and pros yeah. are just getting going. So that's coming up next for tennis. And, of course, the British Open uh, this week. Uh, so we'll be talking about that next week. So Brady, so you can have you know, early, early, know.
0: Morning, early morning golf, if you like Early that. morning golf. Oh, yeah. It's Three early in morning the morning. Tennis.
1: Yeah, that's right. So for the NBA, I tried to it, I was trying to divide them up with the people that stayed and the people that moved and just general NBA news. We also got the format for the NBA tournament. And I don't know if we're going to talk about this, that this week because we've got enough other stuff. We'll probably get to that uh, in the coming weeks because uh, that there's you know, it's its not happening till uh, November. So we'll give you the format on that. But it's very interesting. But Fred Van, Van Vliet uh, going from Toronto to Houston, three years for one hundred thirty uh, million. And the Lakers signed uh, Gabe Vincent from Miami. He was playing very well in the uh, tournament. He's a point guard and three for $33 million. Uh, And the backup to D'Angelo Russell, who did stay with the Lakers. We'll get to him later. And then any we'll try to pick up on any of these rumors. You know, you heard a lot of rumors the first week or so in July, and I heard haven't heard much about the NBA since. But Dale, Damian Lillard at that time would would have wanted to go to Miami, Brooklyn, or Philadelphia, and no one seems to be talking about him anymore. So I don't know if the there's only, anything new on the that. The only front or thing
0: not. that I have heard, Chris, is he now he now says he really just wants Miami.
3: Okay. Yeah, that's what I've heard, and Miami knows they're not willing to give what Portland would want, so Portland may sit and wait on this on this
1: yeah. trade. Yeah, well, and that's right. And they could keep him, like baseball, keep him till, uh, till the midseason trading deadline and then see what, what happens then, because you might get more yeah, then. But he, and he uh, does
0: not have any no trade. So, I mean, if they wanted to trade nope. him to somebody, he can't veto it. He could, I mean, the only thing he could really do if they traded him to, for example, if they traded out. him to, say, Philly, he could sit out. But yep. then yeah. if he does that, the problem is Philly would still hold his right.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, several Brooks. years. William Brooks leaving Memphis to go to Houston, and uh, we didn't get—I didn't get numbers on that. Um, Eric Gordon to Phoenix and had been with the with the Clippers, uh, uh, and then Bruce Brown two years for forty-five millions with million with Indiana and uh, coming from uh, Denver. Uh, Grant Williams finally got traded to Dallas from the Celtics. And San Antonio was also involved. There were a bunch of draft choices flying back and forth. And uh, also, uh, Damian, uh, what was his name? Bullard, uh, Reggie Bullard, went, Bullock, Bullock, I'm sorry, went to um, yes. Went to uh, uh, Houston, uh, San Antonio from Dallas. So that's right. Uh, Jeff Green, two years for $16 million with Houston. Uh, the second year isn't guaranteed. He's, he's going to get older there. Uh no. And then we had a rule change, and this is a little bit more like baseball. So if you win your challenge in the NBA now, you can get a second challenge, and it does not cost you a timeout. In other words, if you lose your challenge now, your first challenge, you will also lose the timeout. But if they go, if you got the first challenge, so you did not lose your timeout, you can go for a second challenge, and that happened That's a good thing because you know there have been times when stuff, you know, in the last minute or so, you used your challenge with five minutes ago on something that was important, but then something even more important comes up at at, uh, at the end of the game, you know. And and so it's good to have a challenge like that. I think that's a good rule. I don't, we I don't, look, you know, Chris, they, we
0: learned that with the Cubs and the Brewers, and we'll get to that come baseball time. But we learned that <laughs> remember a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, we did. Um, so I mean, they need to pick up the speed on on processing those but uh you know still i, I, I and there's also going to be a technical for flopping and one of the big things like they were talking in the, in the Celtics the series uh with james harden with, the, with philadelphia about he would flop and be out of the play you know he was just trying to get a call and then he wouldn't be up for a few seconds and you know they were shorthanded so this may discourage some of that flopping some of them just do it habitually so we'll see about that and apparently it's, it's not an unsportsmanlike technical, and then it'll be I think you said Sean, they're going to do it at the de- at the next dead ball
3: the next dead ball they can assess it That's this shot then they don't have to do it right away they're going to wait wait until the next dead ball is what I've heard,
1: yeah right so Greg Popovich signed a five year extension, and he's going to be he's seventy four now so he'll be seventy five at the end of that, and uh, was that a surprise yeah, yeah will that uh, be a surprise was that a surprise to the people in San Antonio?
3: It kind of was that he said that he stayed that long, but like some people said, since his wife died, I think if yeah. his wife was alive, it might have been different. And then with Wimben Yama coming in, yep. and maybe he thinks, okay, Becky Hammond might be ready as a coach because you know she won't have to worry about players getting pregnant on the Spurs, or she kind of take over there, so
1: you know. That's right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, and then LeBron James is going to change his number back to 23. Uh, he, uh, it had been six, but six is being retired throughout the NBA after Bill Russell's death. We heard that last year. So he's uh, jumping from six to 23. Uh, I wonder if he's selling any jerseys that way. But anyway, hey, maybe I'm being cynical. What can I say? Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. You know whether it's really to honor Russell or sell jerseys or a little both. I don't know um then we got uh james harden uh picked up option for philadelphia so he's uh he's exploring trades or they're all exploring trades could be to the knicks yeah. or the clippers and my prediction is going to be one of the two because the knicks and the clippers are always picking losers so and james harden's a loser yeah. as far as i'm concerned so probably probably the Clippers. yeah whatever probably clippers uh harrison uh, now here's some of the people who stayed harrison barnes still with sacramento uh deandre uh uh, Jordan staying with Denver uh Draymond Green for for 100 million to stay with the Warriors you're not happy not happy Robert oh see that's how depressed he is he can't yes, even yep. listen He's just so sad. Yep. Anyway, uh, and, and on National Listing Day, too. Oh, well, what can I tell you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kyrie is staying for three for 126 back to Dallas. I wonder what, um, you know, uh, I don't know how that's going to work. You know, do we have yeah, to wait three years? Luca, yeah.
3: How, that, yeah, how that's going to work with those two. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: I mean, Luca, what is it with Luca? Is Luca somebody that's easy or not to get along with? Because I know supposedly he had trouble with Porzingis, and, you know, stuff. So what, what's the story with Luca?
3: I I haven't heard that. I mean Corzinga I think a lot of it was Corzinhas is just injury prone. That was a big okay. uh, I never heard anything. he, he Luca uh,
1: faking it a little bit or something. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, Dirk Dirt got along with Luca pretty well. Exactly. Okay. Well a yeah. little bit that he played
1: together, so yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh Chris Middleton, three years for hundred and two to stay with the Bucks. Uh Kyle Kuzma four for one oh two to stay with uh, the the with Washington. Uh Louis Louis Hachimura, three for uh uh, no, that can't be right. Well, anyway, he's staying with the Lakers. I don't have the numbers yeah. there. Th- Tyrese Halliburton, five for up to 260 to stay with Indiana. What do you think of that, Bill?
0: Well, it's okay for now. I don't think it's going <laughs> to last five years. Of course, Tyrese
1: Halliburton, the former Iowa State
0: Cyclone. Yeah, he's a good All ball right. player, though.
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, Austin Reeves with the Lakers, four for 56 uh, million. D'Angelo, as we said, uh, two for 37 to stay uh, with the Lakers. Uh, Russell Westbrook, two for 7.8 to stay with the Clippers. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Let's see. It's 16 years in the league. Boy, that time goes by.
2: Uh, and he's 34 reading, years
1: old, old. When you're huh? done
2: reading, uh, when you're done reading the NBA stuff, I'll answer your question. I was okay. well, oh, that's time. a good.
1: That's a good tease, Robert Miles <laughs> uh, Bridges. One year, and uh, uh, a qualifying offer was Charlotte. Uh, after next year, unrestricted free agent. And let's see. I think that's it. Robert, answer that question.
2: Um, no, I, as I, 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 as a Warrior fan, are not. Ha- I'm not happy about this. But most of Warrior Nation, uh, they're thrilled that Draymond is back. Uh, I, I thought it was time for him and. Bo- they got. Ri- <laughs> they got rid of Poole. I thought it would be good to get rid of Draymond, too, but uh, you know I'm I'm not in the organization to make decisions. But that would have been my decision. Uh, clean House with both of them, but no, he's back for four more years. So uh, you know.
1: Okay. And well. we have
2: the, we have the oldest team in the league now with with uh, Curry. Now uh, Curry and Thompson, they're playing the way they're supposed yeah. to. Yeah. Green does I, what I, he like win does. Win. But now when you trade a 24 year old Jordan Poole, you get back a 38 year old Chris Paul. I, I you know that's the part I don't like. You know, Chris Paul is a wonderful player, but he is 38 years old.
1: Yeah.
3: And, you know,
2: and as you all saw last year, Andre Iguodala was 38 and he barely played. So are right. we going to have the? Or are we going to have the same situation with a guy like Chris Paul? Uh, I I don't know what you know. I don't know what Joe Legkopf and the rest of the Warriors to see that I don't see, and they know more basketball than I'll ever know. But <laughs> I, I just don't agree with the decision. If you're going I'm wondering pool, is he
1: is he popular with his teammates? Because you know we go back to this whole thing with Marcus Smart, and they did trade him, as we know. We talked about that before. But I mean, they oh boy, can we really trade him? He's that popular. He's a team leader. Is that what Green is?
2: Oh yes, yeah. Green is very popular with the teammates, and but Curry runs that whole organization. Yeah, he, you
1: would think he, he would,
2: would. Mm-hmm. and uh, and he, he has won, more the
1: personality but, probably to do it than Tatum does, for example. Yeah, you know? and,
2: and and Curry, if uh, they approve all decisions through Jeff Curry, so. You know, Steph okay. Curry is, is consulted on everything.
1: So, wow. I think that's one one thing, though, that a lot of times uh, the devil you know is the better than the devil you don't. And, and a guy who's been a longtime teammate will want, you know, if they, I don't know whether they talked to Tatum and Brown about Smart, but, you know, that they deferred to Smart because he was there and, and it was just a year before Brown and two before Tatum, but they deferred to him, they said. So, you know, you, yeah. you kind of don't know yeah. what you're getting with some of these uh, so, uh, chemistry that, issues. That, that's
2: just my opinion on it. And because of their age, I don't think they're going to be as successful as their
0: who you thinks they're going to be, you know.
2: Okay. Um, All right, has, we'll,
1: we'll put the know. tournament but, aside because we'll get to that later on. Any more Chris, NBA Chris, stuff? Chris, before, yeah, before we move
0: on, um,
1: yep. it, it may not be huge around
0: the league, but it is for uh, Northern Iowa. A.J. Green has signed a guaranteed contract with the Milwaukee Bucks now. He was in a two-way last year as a rookie between the Bucks and the and the G League, but uh, the Bucks liked what they saw and now they have signed the former Panther to a guaranteed contract. This is the first guaranteed contract for a UNI Panther. All right,
1: a big time for the Panthers. Right. And, and they've had, and they've
0: had some big, and they've had good players in the past, so it's not like oh, yeah. you know they haven't had any. So, but it's it's always good when you know when a, your program can get that.
1: That's right. Okay, baseball. And of course, we got to talk about the All Star Game. The National League beat the American League three to two. Elias Diaz uh, from Colorado, the catcher and the MVP with the winning two-run homer. The thing is, you know, if they didn't have the rule about having one player per team, he wouldn't have been there, but uh, he, right. won, he won the game. Uh, that broke a 10-game losing streak for the National League. First win for them to the 2012. Of course, we had the pandemic in there, too. AL is over the NL at this point, 47-44-2. And, and uh, in runs, it's only a difference of 383 to 377 in all those games. That's pretty amazing. And but the, it's has the streakiest thing that sports has ever produced. And uh, David USF gave us some, some of this stuff. This is amazing. From 33 to 49, the American League was 12 and 4. Then 50 through 87, the NL, NL was 33, 7 and 1. And then 88 to now back to the American League being 27, 27 and 1. And at 63, the NL finally took the lead, but then the American League got it back in 18. So it's, it's amazing. And, you know, usually these things go back and forth. And the run differential, it looks like it should, but it, it's, you know, it's amazing. It's strange thing. But there were low ratings. People were not excited about it. They averaged 3.9% rating and 7.01 million, uh, down 7% from last year. Uh, new low and five out of the last seven years and most popular it's still the most popular all-star game but it's uh, uh you know that pregame show was too long that that thing started at 7 o'clock, and the game yeah. didn't start till 8:24 and that was kind and of Whoops. Kind of I don't know what that Oops. was yeah. okay yeah. Uh, Sorry, let's I'm see me,
2: guys.
1: and what and so I don't know whether uh you know we we had a big discussion about this last week in in our group and about whether they should just do a skills competition or uh, you know whether whether the draft is a good thing to have at the All Star game, Sean? You don't you don't think the draft should be at the All Star game at all, do you?
3: No, no, no. I I have no problem with it in the All Star. I don't think it should be during the College World Series. Yeah, during, the college, like during Series. the college World Series, I I would
1: oppose that. Okay. Yes. All right. So you know whatever. Uh, Vlad yeah. Vlad Guerrero Junior. won the home run contest. I don't know if it won if that the uh, home run hitting uh, the home run derby was a bigger rating thing than the All Star game. I never heard. Uh,
3: not bigger. Now, not, not bigger, but the ratings were up. The yeah, ratings yeah, were up okay. from
0: last year. Now, now Chris, the reason uh, that I would oppose the draft during the College World Series is as a College World Series team, you want those players to be paying attention to the game, right. not the draft. That, so I'm okay with it where it is, but I would oppose it during the College World Series. And it's for that well, reason. You want your players, like in this case, LSU had. I think thirteen players drafted. You wouldn't have had anybody paying attention to the games if you were doing
3: worried about that the draft. And they that had week. that. They had that problem. They did have that problem in the past when it was during college world series because a lot of players, right. were worried about where I'm going to be drafted, and then oh, I'll yeah. just cash it in, and then you know, not worry about finishing the world series. Sometimes I mean, you had exceptions, but and you know, for the most part, you had that that issue, and that's why well, they moved it back.
0: Right. Well, let's hit pause for just a second because it is listening day. And let's sure. listen to Gina. Gina, are you going to tell <laughs> us about your Mariners? No,
2: I'm going to launch a complaint about the All-Star Game coverage. Okay,
0: okay,
1: okay.
2: Now I listened to it on TuneIn on my iPhone, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. at the bottom of the eighth inning, the game wasn't even over. They cut over to ESPN Sports Center.
1: Oh, you
0: I would. That? You Ooh. know. You know what? I'll bet happened, Gina. I'll bet they were TuneIn was running an automated. Uh, broadcast through fpn radio and it probably when you do that and bill you might be able to say a little bit more to that than i could but when you do that i think you have to hit a time issue and it probably hit the time issue was would that be pretty accurate bill okay Bill' well, is not there for the time. but I think Gina that would be, I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah. It's maybe no,
1: the, the thing yeah. now I listened to it on ESPN New York just because I you know we don't have it here we don't have any ESPN affiliate now and I just put it on ESPN New York and they were fine they they went through the whole game so yeah, it wasn't yeah. the whole network went away so it was just no it was, was, no it was, was not it.
0: because no because our station here carried it and they
1: were too yeah heard yeah. it
0: radio station so.
2: carried it the problem is mm-hmm. that once our um am 710 radio station goes on low power yep. we can't hear mm-hmm.
1: it yep okay mm-hmm. yeah so anyway, well, that's why, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. And uh, ESPN, and it, with all the things that go on, and if we get to them today or we'll get to them next week, all the layoffs they have, they're not making things easier for themselves for anybody want that, to want to affiliate that, with that. them.
3: I will say a number of ESPN radio affiliates do stream the national baseball games. Like 1027 here in Austin, 1027 ESPN streams them. So you can find them ESPN New York, uh, ESPN New York, Cleveland. A lot of them that are run by Good Karma, they stream them, so you can and check around on those if your local ESPN lowers the power. Well, you know, to get them. You, you, you figure
1: you figure that um, like here we we don't EEI dropped it and they're they you know have BetQL and all that and the AM uh, is what they do and then the FM they were just running their own programming and they they don't so you not really doesn't seem like you mm-hmm. can just pick up the games without picking up some ESPN programming. So, no, you can't. But a Sports Hub, you know, if I were a Sports Hub, I would just do it so I'd have the World Series, just, just to have some baseball, but that, they're not doing it. So well, it, know, it,
0: they, not only would you have baseball, you'd have the NBA Finals, you'd have the College right. Bowl, playoffs, yeah. and all that. Stuff.
1: You would. You would. No, why not? Uh,
2: the problem is, I, unless it's changed, ESPN Radio requires you to pick up a certain amount of their programming if you become a
3: They They cut back on that after the Mike and Mike uh, thing, but yeah, they did cut back on that some, but they still, and they like to control your
1: website, some some of the newer affiliates.
3: Uh, so, that might be it. Yeah. We can talk about that another yeah we can, yeah, 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 we can. yeah.
1: Okay, so the draft so who went where in the draft for the top five? The Pirates got Paul Skeens, the pitcher from LSU, and number two from also from LSU. The first time two LSU uh, players or two players from the same school were ever taken, uh, one and two in the uh, baseball draft. Outfielder uh, Dylan Cruz went to Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was a kind of historic. Three was Detroit with Max Clark, an out, a high school outfielder from Indiana. Number four, Texas uh, got Wyatt Langford, an outfielder from Florida, and five with the twins and i didn't realize they were the big lottery winner they moved way up because they were in the middle of the pack and uh, they got they were number five and they got uh, walker jenkins a uh, high school outfielder from north carolina so and, anyway and the there you a go drafted,
2: the a drafted six, chris and they drafted jack Jake. oh okay yeah
1: and and mlb uh next year will go to uh, to london Mexico City, Seoul, and Santo Domingo. But the Santo Domingo one is the Red Sox and Rays, and that's an exhibition game. But the other one will be regular season. The schedule will open in Seoul uh, with the Dodgers and the Padres on the 20th and 21st of March. And then, as I said, the, the Red Sox and Rays will play in the Dominican. And uh, I bet, well, you, you bet David Ortiz is there. I think he'll manage to make that. Oh, I bet he'll be there, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's everywhere. He, he, I like him on the pregame show, though. He's, he's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, well, he, yeah, I like that pregame show. That's good. I love what he did Derek Jeter. I thought that
2: was
3: That was great. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. And we had a couple of history, a couple of things here. Domingo Herman pitched a perfect game. This was like the day after we were on last. But it's only the 24th perfect game ever in MLB history, uh, and, and but six of the 24 have been in either Oakland Coliseum or Yankee Stadium. That now that's correct. pretty amazing. That's pretty yep. amazing. Wow! Don, uh, the Yankees: Don Larson and and David Cohn and and um, uh, Dave uh, David Wells. David won Wells. Pitch. Yeah, David Wells. And then in Oakland it was Catfish Hunter and uh, Dallas Braden. And then yep, uh, you know
3: exactly. yep. and
1: Herman. So yep. kind of kind of amazing. Uh, but, and well, last, go well, no, ahead.
2: What I don't Get with that, Chris. He pitched a perfect game through less than 100 pitches. What did the Yankees do the next time he pitches against Colorado? Seven innings. No, it was against pitches, the Cubs. Uh, Cubs. Seven innings, 74 pitches, one hit. They take him out. Uh, you, yeah. I don't get that. When a guy pitches a perfect game and does it less than 100 pitches, he obviously didn't have to throw too many pitches to do that. No. I, I, I don't understand the thinking
1: of baseball these days. No. Just, the last no hitter was
0: Chance are. Hernandez. Chances are, Chris, if They don't take him out with 74 pitches in the seventh. I think he would have come out in the eighth when they had that rain delay. But you know what? That would have been one more, one less inning they'd have had to fill out of that bullpen because their bullpen bullpen with the Yankees is not real good.
1: Well, I'll tell you, the Yankees have issues, and we don't know when Aaron Judge is coming back, but the latest statistics on him, they were 30 and 19 when he got hurt, and they've been 20 and 26 since he got hurt. Now, that doesn't, isn't just since June 3rd, because he was out for a couple weeks in the middle there, too. So when he's in the lineup... They're 30 and 19, and they're they're you know 20 and 26 when he's not, and that's amazing. They're hitting. If you look at that lineup, and you saw that Perry when you guys played them, yep. it, it just doesn't you know it doesn't scare you at all if he's not there. It,
0: it does not. No. Yep. And and like I said, they they have in all honesty a lot of bullpen issues and lineup issues. Yep. So I mean, if, if, if the Yankees, if they're going to fix their team this year, they're going to have to make either one monster trade or a lot of trade because they have a lot of things they need to pick, fix well we had one of
1: the newfangled uh, no hitters to a combined no hitter against toronto by the tigers and uh, matt manning and uh, six and two-thirds innings and then uh, and then uh, they had two other pitchers finish it yep. up so uh what are you what are you going to do and, the, Boy, and oddly
0: goes. enough for the perfect game and the, the combined no hitter john sterling and dan dickerson were both Gone.
1: <laughs> but John Strowing was in in Colorado this weekend. He so was. Uh, don't ask me. Again, and I so. and I guess
0: um, during the perfect game when Susan went down to do the interviews, they were throwing you know the Gatorade or the water or whatever they were throwing around, and they got Susan's phone and her papers.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I bet she was happy. <laughs> and apparently,
0: <laughs> apparently uh, the next day, Susan and, and Justin Shackle were were having a
1: laugh about it, but. <laughs> (laughs) Texas acquired Haroldus Chapman. One of the moves. There haven't been too many moves yet, but that uh, you know, for some prospects from the Royals. So, and he's not, uh, you know, uh, necessarily going to going to close. He's been in and out of that role with with them. And uh, so, and then Mike uh, uh, Trout is out six to eight weeks with a left hemate bone fracture. But now down to maybe five, you know, about a month month to six weeks by now. And then uh, it's the palm of your hand and uh dylan lawson out and sean casey in as hitting coach for the yankees and uh, in, in getting that hitting coach they got one of the most popular people to ever play baseball he is known yes. as the mayor he, everybody loves sean casey so yes. if it has to do with getting along with the guys he'll do that fine Whether And it's as i listen, understand
0: it he was very popular on the mlb network too yes.
1: oh i'm sure he was okay any more baseball before we move on to college sports
0: well, I suppose we should we should go with, with the trade stuff a little bit here while we have a little bit of time. But yep. of course, the from what you hear, the trade stuff will probably pick up as the deadline approaches. That's always what happens. Yep. And some teams that now either are buying or they're not sure will mm-hmm. decide, hey, we're out of it. And, and the key thing that teams have to consider when you decide whether you're going to buy or sell is not only how many games. Out you are but how many teams do you have to jump like for example if you think about the third wild card if you're eight games back but you have to jump five teams you have to decide okay is that really realistic and like
1: the Mets that's about where they are yeah that's right and and,
0: you know the, the Padres and the Mets are two and the White Sox those are probably the three teams and the Cardinals Those are the four teams that are probably the most disappointing in baseball that there are. And the Cardinals have got to be kicking themselves because nobody is running away with the division. But the Cardinals are quite a ways into last place now. So, you know, but that's the thing to keep in mind with the trades is, you know, it'll it'll pick up. But it'll probably be that Monday and Tuesday, you know, as we get close to the deadline, it probably won't be today or
1: tomorrow you may see one or two here and there yeah early next week into next week i think they'll let another weekend go by and then i think uh, the last week but it really will pick up the last two days it always yeah. does but you start to see some in the beginning yeah. of the week the week and as i, just, remember,
0: and as I so understand remember. it hold on just one second Robert. As i understand it um the, the two that the cubs would most likely be looking to trade other than bullpen pitchers um uh, would be cody bellinger and marcus stroman now marcus stroman is kind of a I guess I would say, Chris, a sensitive kind of a guy, if you will. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, but he did say on Sunday he talked to uh, Bruce Levine of the score, apparently. And he said that even if the Cubs trade him, um, he would like to come back there, that he loves it there. Um, OK, he has a great relationship with uh, Carter Hawkins and Jed Hoyer. Apparently the dog does, too. And yep. uh, he yeah, said absolutely. he would love to come back there. OK, go ahead, Robert. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I was going to say we'll
0: be on the air when the
2: deadline actually. Comes. We will. So yeah, yeah. Uh, That'll be. 1st. Now, and now, August
0: just a first. just a bookkeeping thing here for us. Bill and I will do the best that we possibly can with the way that um, social media things have gone over the past few months. It's going to be more difficult than it was. It's not impossible, but it's going to be a little more difficult than it was. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna yeah. we're we're gonna do the best we can. Um, Sadly, if I have to go look at things – well, maybe maybe not so sadly. You guys might like this. You'll hear less uh-huh. of me when I have to go and look at <laughs> yeah, my yeah. phone than if I have to go and look on the computers <laughs> I was able to do last year. But okay. some people and might say, say that's a good thing.
1: As I always say about these deadlines, the deadline is 4 o'clock on Tuesday, August 1st. Right. But as long as you have it in there or in motion that they know about it and you're just trying to – talk to the players and uh, you know because you don't want it to come out and to, by the league or by the media so you want to talk to the players and sometimes that's being done because the deal was agreed to but it takes a half hour to get a hold of everybody so it can be another hour or so before things uh, are actually settled so that's the that's deal i
0: wonder so, chris uh, they are the Cubs are playing jan Gomes almost every day now i wonder with him being a free agent at the end of the year that's some because their lineup just came down i wonder mm-hmm. is that somebody that they would which would trade if they
1: could? Now, why not? I
2: believe, I believe that's what they're doing, Perry. Yes.
1: Yeah. People, people need catchers, and You know the thing is. So, would you say, uh, uh, for your point of view, we know that Robert's team is selling, but would you say, uh, Perry, after the losing two out of three to the Red Sox and losing again last night to the Nationals, uh, are you on the selling train or the buying train? I, I think the Cubs are going to be on the
0: selling train. I don't think they're going to. It's not going to be a a breakdown, you know, like it has been. I don't think because the fans would. As I have said, the fans would revolt if Jed Hoyer tried to do that again. But I think some of the guys that are going to become free agents at the end of the year, they would, if somebody wants Kyle Hendricks, I think they're going to have to, they're going to have to pay probably what they really don't want to pay because you've got another year after this one. So oh, yeah. the Cubs don't have to, you know, that's not someone they have to trade or, you know, someone, other players in that same ilk, If you don't have to trade them. You probably won't now. Uh, the Cardinals—they will never tell you this—but the Cardinals, if they could find somebody that would uh, acquire that Wilson Contreras contract, the Cardinals yeah. would love to do that because they—they yeah. yeah. they are now carrying three catchers. So, mm-hmm. and he had two on Saturday afternoon in that suspended game. I don't know, Robert, if you saw any of that. He had two throwing errors in one inning. Uh, yeah, I did
2: see that.
0: <laughs> You—you just—you can't have that in. And the pitchers will tell you on that team they love throwing to Andrew Kisner because he he's reliable. That's what they want.
1: The Red Sox really need a starting pitcher. Robert, last night that guy Blackburn that pitched against them looked pretty good for the A's. Well, he's uh, getting out of uh, a lot of jams.
2: And um, Boston is very much interested in Mr. Paul Blackburn. Uh, he's, a, he's a Bay Area guy, but I think he would help out the Red Sox. But I, other than him, I don't know if the A's have too much that people really want. or are so bad, right? Yeah, uh, you know? Brett,
0: Brett Rooker is one, Robert. Chris, who's yeah. just coming across. Uh, Paul Skeens, drafted number one by the Pittsburgh Pirates, has broken a record. The Pirates must really want to get him going quickly. They have given him a $9.2 million dollar signing. Uh, Contracts. Oh, wow! So. wow. All, the Pirates okay. must really want him badly to get going because well, that makes a, me think he might rac-
1: be in the majors before the year's over. By the- if well, he's exactly. not, if he's
0: not, th- if he's not this year, he certainly will next year because he's a good. Oh, he's yeah. a He's a pitcher that's probably just about ready. He, you know, and coming out of college, you don't, coming out of college, you don't need that much. Seasoning as a pitcher, Robert. Go ahead.
2: Now, is it? And uh, now, I was going to ask you about Paul King because I heard that he was a two-way player. Because everybody says he's a very good hitter. The he is, but allow, I don't I,
0: think either. so. I don't think so. I think Jay Johnson kind of took care of that at L.F.U. Okay.
3: Yeah. And, and he was a guy. Was, he was a late. He was a late bloomer too. ski was. was. He went to Air Force. He went to Air Force, and then he just became. He got out of there, and then went on to LSU. And just, I mean, you know, there have out. been some.
0: There have been some good pitchers coming out of Air Force. I mean, he's not well known with, with the Twins, but uh, Griffin Jacks, who has pitched well late yeah. in their bullpen this year, he's also an Air Force alum. So there are some Air Force guys in there.
1: One thing. Yeah. Speaking of two-way players, that's kind of. You know, they're talking about that people say, Oh, could they trade Ohtani Because if he doesn't want to come back and doesn't want to sign, although they, people don't seem to say that he's happy there." He never says anything, and the translator doesn't. So we don't know what nope. he thinks. Artie you know, Moreno, Moreno,
0: Moreno said again last night when asked, Would he consider trading Ohtani, He said, Absolutely not. So yeah. I guess it, what's going to have to happen is if not Manazian not gets not an not offer for Otani, he's going to have to go to Artie Moreno and say, you know, the future of this offer that I got is better than... The, the attendance you're going to draw this year with, with Otani.
1: Well, one of the problems that they're starting that. to have, one of the problems they're starting to have with Otani is he's leaving games early pitching with tingling fingers and a blister yep. and this and that. So his value is kind of going down as we speak because the pitching part of it, he's still hitting, but the pitching part of it may not be in play. Uh, they may have to shut the pitching Otani down and just let the hitting Otani hit. Well and, if he start, well, and
0: if he keeps having that problem, you're hearing that, he may get 500 $600 million at the end of the year. Maybe not if he keeps having those issues.
2: Yeah, That's and I, right. I, I heard today, and I don't know who his agent is, but I heard today that his agent has a form team. If you trade for him, he is definitely going to become a free agent, so it, it would only be two-month
0: ripple.
3: Uh, okay, that
2: wants, and that yeah,
0: will want, and that Robert will hinder some of the prospects you're. You'll get a pretty decent return, but for only a two month rental, you're not gonna you're not gonna get the house and the farm. No.
2: In, in, in other words, what he's telling teams is, okay, you can pray for him, but he does not want to negotiate with you because he wants Correct. to negotiate with everybody.
1: Right. That's right. And well, we it's
0: rumor the Dodgers and the Mets are the, are the teams that that are going to get. Yeah. Him. what are those two?
3: Right.
1: All right. Well, we got about 20 minutes left, and we certainly should hit this college stuff and see if we can do the NFL anyway, because Pat Fitzgerald, this was a slowly developing story, but he was fired. By, yeah, that's right. He was fired uh, by the, <laughs> as coach of the Northwestern football team. Uh, first of all, they were saying, oh, we're not going to fire him. We suspend him for two weeks. And then the president didn't talk to the guy who was reporting this. He just made the decision without even 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 Roger Goodell knows you're supposed to at least talk to both sides. Chris, the
0: president didn't talk to anybody. No, right. He paid. He hired. He hired a firm to do that. Now, I mean, obviously, and I made this point when it happened. And by no means when I say this, am I condoning Mm -hmm. bullying, hazing or anything like that? But um, if you're going to to have to make a good decision. The first thing you do, you talk to the accuser and the accused and get both sides of the story and then right. decide which one you believe. I mean, yeah. that's what you have to do. Yep. And the president so, didn't ne- and the president didn't either.
1: And it was happening in the baseball program too as it turns out, yeah, so they ended right. up firing yeah. the baseball coach. And uh, whose name is
0: and whose name is Jim Fox. Yeah, we won't Jim, go into yeah. what uh, you you guys yeah, know Let's just what,
3: say it was, gra- it was graphic.
1: It yeah, was yeah, very graphic. Right? It was
0: graphic. That's you guys know what you guys know what hazing is. We don't have to Well, the
1: other thing how can you not know okay one of the things they did just this is just a a common sense thing one of the things they would do is run you know if you were a freshman and you didn't do something they thought you should have in practice you'd get run well gee how come uh, there's 10 guys out of our 80 man squad that aren't in here taking a shower now that the practice is over where are they i mean come on you got to know that this is going on this is ridiculous even for the president to even think he didn't know you and
3: know? the only reason he the only reason he fired him was because the anonymous player went to ESPN and they put a screenshot of some of the stuff and it got out. And so it was like,
1: oh, we, maybe we need to uh, re- do, uh, revisit this. But there we are his, in yeah. are yeah. mid-July. Are Have they said anything out. about a new coach for football? Have they uh, talked about yeah, that uh, yet?
0: Yeah. Uh, Uh, David Yeah, David Brom. Now, a lot of the players, though, have said they are they're not saying they are entering the portal. But now here's the rule. And we'll get to Bob Huggins, of course, in a minute. But uh, The rule is if a coach is fired and it does not matter the reason, every player gets 30 days from the time that coach is fired to enter the portal. Now, you know, that would start on, I think, July 3rd was when Fitzgerald was let go. Um, Four days later, I think, for the baseball coach. So those players get thirty days if they want to transfer, and there's no penalty or anything for them to do it. So we'll see if any mm-hmm. of them do. A lot of them say they're at least looking into it.
1: Yeah, and then, and now with West Virginia, so we got we had the whole thing, and we, we was all put to bed nicely when we were on, on here last time. And Bob Huggins had been fired and named the new coach. And well, no, but Bob Huggins technically
0: turned, resigned.
1: Well, resigned, yes, yeah. and and he. Okay, he's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna win anything because what what we seem to get out of this is there was a statement put out by West Virginia thanking him for his service, and you know the 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 letter that they were relying on came through his wife's email, and you know as an email it was not a text, and so then they sent him the letter, and then supposedly he put out or the school did a statement, you know, when he thanked uh, West Virginia for the years there and, you know, wished his players luck and all this other stuff. So I don't see – now he supposedly was in rehab while this was going on, but it was less than 30 days, usually rehab. Well, rehabs can vary, but, you know, it could be less than 30 days. They're, they're typically – yeah, they're 16th. typically four weeks. Yeah. yeah, and he was arrested on June 16th, and this all started up about a week ago. So July I don't 9th. know, you know, yeah, I don't know what's, what he thinks. I mean, he's trying to – you know, somebody probably – hey, Bob, you know, you didn't hold out. You didn't get them to, to say you were being terminated, you know, to buy out. or for the ter- What you do is get a, we know this from all these stories we cover, that you get a buyout for, you know, well, was it for cause or wasn't it for cause, blah, 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 blah. Well, I'll take, I won't, you won't have to pay me for the next five years. I'll take, you know, 20% and you just, uh, you know, I'll take one year's worth and you will buy, you're buying me out and then we'll be done. But he didn't do any of that. So then he, and he supposedly resigned or his wife resigned him or something. And then
0: that's what um, he is claiming that his wife did it it wasn't him right that's right. what that's so, why it's that's why it's important I know normally we don't do a lot of correcting but when Chris said he was fired that's why I right. said resign no. because in that's the right. end it was gonna come back that okay the his wife put the resigned letter out and he yes. says it wasn't him
1: right so but it's through her email and you know I I, I don't know I I don't think he's gonna get anywhere bottom line I,
0: I, would be surprised. The, I mean But he would have to have signed the letter, though. So all they have to do is figure out, was it his signature? If it was, if it was, Uh then he's in trouble.
3: Yeah. And remember, it's West Virginia. That a state school, public record. Unlike the Northwestern right. situation, which is a private school, it's, it's all there for the public to see.
1: Religion. Perry, has there been any talk about this president have, having any ra- uh, re- ramifications in? Uh, uh, in yes, North I'm. States?
3: I'm hearing a lot of people
0: mm-hmm. say that Michael Shill is probably in the. I forget what the athletic director's name at Northwestern, but both Shill, the president, and the athletic director are probably in trouble because of all this. That it was terribly mishandled. You know, so, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of buzz about it.
1: And this is a lot like the Penn State situation when you think about it, because, you know, you had um, Sandusky doing all the stuff. Paterno was supposed to know if he didn't know, but he kind of did know and he looked the other way. And I think the president Mm -hmm. of the school and the athletic director got fired, too, if I remember right. They did. So, you know. And then Tennessee got into trouble. They have a five-year five football probation. Uh, can, they can go to bowls, and they're losing 28 scholarships, and they're losing some visits uh, to the to the campus over 32. the years. 32 visits, but they, they are yeah. going to be able to go to Bowles because it was not the current administration that did this. It was the former coach, uh, Jeremy Pruitt, uh, and uh, he apparently – and he's on a six-year probation. Even if uh, rehired, he'd be – suspended for a year and uh you know then he'd, he'd, he's probably never going to be rehired anyway but uh, he was yeah. just playing paying the players directly uh right. i don't know out of his he and his wife were paying yeah. them or whatever so Ooh. that that uh, and they now
3: they, they had to vacate wins from what 2018 to 2020 they had to vacate yep. all now they only had three wins a year so they had to vacate okay. those
1: three wins per year and, average the bad, <laughs> and
0: the bad thing is whatever he was doing it was not working
1: no. no, But the if, problem, if you're here's to the cheat, thing. At least the Astros, you know, they cheated and they won. You know, that's a good thing. At yeah. least you won. <laughs> here's, the th- here's the thing, though. Even Greg
0: Sankey, the SEC commissioner, said today, without a bowl ban, they were, they were, were. you know, he's worried about punishment going forward because they didn't get a bowl ban. That's from the SEC commissioner.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But I well. I think a lot of it, they don't like to, to do the bowl bands or the you know, postseason in basketball and things like that because um, they, they they think it'll hurt more than it'll help in all honesty. It,
1: it's it's yeah. not fair to the players who weren't even there. You know, nobody was there and really the coach
3: did... Josh Heifel. Josh yeah, Heupel he wasn't, wasn't
1: there at... Right. Right. And the players weren't there. So if you're starting your program and if you do, it depends on how you, you know, if you're fighting it all the way and you're kicking and screaming, but if you're self-reporting and you're open to the, to the NCAA and you're doing all the, you're cooperating, that, that goes a long way to, to keep that yeah, from
0: happening. Yep, it so, does,
1: you know. Any other college? You know, usually the yep. athletes are getting in trouble, but this time it was all the administrators and coaches. All the administrators. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> haven't seen. Haven't seen any athletes. Um. One a couple media notes. Sean reported that Texas is going back to iHeart uh, yep. this year. Yeah. And he reported that last week, and then on Friday it apparently broken. I thought this stuff would get done before now. I. That but apparently not. Uh, Northern Iowa flagship station KXEL announced that they could not come to a deal with Learfield, so Northern mm-hmm. Iowa will not be mm-hmm. on KXEL this year. I don't know where they'll be, but I would huh. I would think you would want these radio things done got six well, months in advance. So if something well, like this well, happens, you, do you have time to work on it.
3: Well, usually, like they said, it they gave. They gave uh, Coke FM and the Horn, uh, the Genuine Austin Radio. They gave them a little advance because of circumstances. You know, they've had they had some other things dealing with building management. You know, that was screwing them around. But they gave them. But then, so they extended. They let it run out, and then right in the middle of July, iHeart came in for KVET and the Zone, and they offered double what uh, the Horn and Coke FM, what Genuine, and they couldn't afford. To match what iHeart, so it's going back to Vet in the zone, and a number of their stations are iHeart on the network or iHeart owned stations anyway. So it kind of they bring them, and like I said, we'll I'll talk more on the radio about what on the ra- all things radio about stuff with the horn and all that, and what Craig Way may be doing and all that later. But yeah, okay, tune in Craig Way will remain we'll the voice of the Longhorn. Yeah, the good and,
0: news so the so good news right. is it doesn't sound like Craig Way mm-hmm. is going anywhere.
3: No, no. He's an employee. They are employees of Learfield in conjunction with the university. They are not employees of the flagship station for university games. That's most universities' you get right. right to right. agreement with okay. Learfield. And,
0: and yeah. I think okay. that'll be the. I think that'll be the thing here too. No, um, the you know the guys who do the games for Northern Iowa. They are not employed oh, by KCL. No. They're employed by Learfield, though.
1: So. Right. Yeah. So, so they'll, be, they'll the media, be doing
0: something no matter what.
1: Since we got into the media, why don't we do the media part? And we can even if we need to save the NFL for next week, that might make more sense. Anyway, because training camp will be closer. Dick Vitale, unfortunately, has uh, vocal cord cancer uh, and he's going to be undergoing radiation. He hopes to be back you know, sometime this fall. He, uh, he's 84 years old. Survived lymphoma and another type of cancer. I don't remember what. But uh, he's, you know, he's, he's going to try to come back. But it's, it's kind of been a sad story for him in the last few years. It's been fighting yeah. so hard. And, uh, and let's see. I'm looking for. Oh, uh, so do you? What? You know? Do you think the genuine Austin will even survive? You know? Do you they think they've got enough other programming to keep themselves going? Uh,
3: they're they're discussing a little more of that. With well, Coke FM, well, They're going to stay with Coke FM because of the country music. But I'm The horn, they'll have announcements in the next few days with other because there's also a third, there is a third Austin sports station now. Where before, when there was only them in the zone, so they will decide is it going to be worth it to stay with all sports? And there, some shows have said, hey, you know, they're going to split off their. A. M. to keep the do the rain, they'll finish obligations with the Rangers, but there's ta- they'll have an announcement in the next couple of days on what all's going to go on with the Horn. But you know, with it staying, but they if not, they've also the other. Local sports station is locally owned, 1027 ESPN, but I'll talk about
1: that on Thursday a little more yeah. Yeah. All right, ESPN had a bunch of layoffs and uh, pretty prominent people Jeff Van Gundy, uh, Jalen Rose, Keyshawn Johnson. We figure he's probably going to go uh, work with, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Max Kellerman. Skip Bayless. Max, uh, Skip, Bayless. Uh, Max, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. Max yeah. Yeah. Kellerman's
3: the one who Sus- got laid Sus- off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe Namath's uh, friend, uh, Susie Culver, been laid off, uh, yeah. and Todd McShea, and, and then figure they're all land on their feet. They're talented people, so that's all right. You're right, Sean. Max Cowman was laid off. And Steve Young and Matt Hasselbeck. And then and Neil, Neil
3: Everett, who did the West Coast Sports Center, took an early retirement. That's how they got on his. So that was kind of... He retired early, uh, so he technically wasn't okay. laid off. But yeah. And
2: also, and Andre, then the- Ward, Andre Ward got laid off from ESPN as well. He did a lot of the yeah. box stuff.
3: Okay. Now, yeah. now
0: um, the and- one that they, they are... I don't know if this is the full-time morning show, but Freddie Coleman is doing A lot of the morning stuff right now. And if you know what, Freddie Coleman, maybe not perfect, but he's better than what they had probably.
3: Oh, yeah. And Jay Williams, Jay Williams is finishing out his contract. That's why he was not laid off at the other two. And I think they're going to allow ES local affiliates to maybe go back and be able to pick up local morning shows where when they had Mike and Mike, they didn't. So I think some of that's going to get relaxed. But you got to have something for those that don't have a local morning show.
0: Now, Chris Chris Russo thought, and I don't know if there's anything to this, but he said he thinks that the NBA was pretty okay with them laying off Van Gundy because he's a little more critical of Uh officiating and things like that in the NBA than they would like him to be. And and Chris's point is that if you're going to allow a league to to have any vote or say on either, you're giving up your neutrality to yep. cover that sport because yeah,
1: your journalism. Yep.
0: That's, that's correct. Right. And you know, now that's whether right. whether that's true or not, I don't know, but Chris Russo said he has heard that that is true.
3: I don't know if that's true because look at what Barkley and them say on their pregame all the time. Barkley and Shaq and yeah.
2: Uh, well, they're very and critical. And another media thing that I guess we should cover is the New York Times no longer has a sports
0: page. That's correct. Right. They, they have what they did is they closed down their sports section and mm-hmm. you, you now would get your New York Times sports through the Athletic.
1: Exactly. Which they merged with, so that's they why they did yes. that. You know, yeah. whether it's going to make a big deal, I mean, we all talk about the different places, you know, you don't have a traffic department, you know, your traffic reports on your news stations don't come from the stations they come from, they call it shadow traffic in New York, they're even honest about it here, they don't say that, but, you know, so it mm-hmm. doesn't really affect anything, they do what they would do if they were hired by BZ or whatever, but the, the thing is, you wonder about the little, you know, you see, and we all talk about the okay. globe, look at all those top 20s, you see Robert in in there, you know, all the different towns and all the hockey and bass basketball and baseball and football and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Are they going to be doing all that kind of stuff that you do in a local sports section in the athletic? Or, I think the mm-hmm. times had always been a little, a little more aloof than the, than the post yep. and the news. So maybe it doesn't really matter to the times, but I you know, you just don't like to see things like that. Just it's, it's ominous because sure. anything the, that goes national like that.
0: But what I read about it was that newspapers in general are struggling because people have so many ways, wow. the athletic being one of them, to get your mm-hmm. news, your sports, whatever you want. You have any, any way you want to get it, it's out there that's for why you. Chip, so that's why,
3: that's why Chip Brown, that's why Chip Brown left the Dallas Morning News to go work yeah. for Orange 24 yep. 7.
0: That's right. That's what, that's right. Because there's so many ways you can get your news and your information and that's just, uh, you know, yep. that's the way it is.
1: Media is changing. Yeah. That's for sure. It's
0: certainly, oh. and podcasting is going to be a bigger deal. Yes, that's why, is. that's why, you know, like on the, the cable news channels, you always hear about, you know, what about this person? What about that person? What? A lot of these people, I think, eventually are going to get their own podcasts yeah, and do their own thing because they, they can make 40 more 40 money 40 doing 40 their own 40 thing 40. than they can on any network
1: Right. And so we're in the that, we're in the medium of the future apparently by that's being in the broadcast. And also the Arizona
2: Diamondbacks are now being controlled by the MLB as far as their broadcasts are concerned. The T V
1: broadcast. Like, Let's make that clear. It's not nothing gotcha. to do with the radio. This is what we're TV talking about. Yeah. Arizona and San Diego are being controlled by MLB or you know, put together, made, made sure just, just maintaining. They're just doing maintenance. They're not firing mm. Don Arcolo or anything like right. that. They're just right. doing maintenance. So they're just keeping the thing moving because Diamond Force is on its way out.
2: And there might be other teams affected by this, so stay tuned.
1: Yes, we will cover that. But speaking of staying tuned, it is time for
0: us to wrap, so let's do it. And uh, Book Talk is coming up, and uh, we will see you next week. So, so long.